0: What up, y'all? This is Brittany. I'm Mandisa.
1: And I'm Jamal. And we are your hosts of. We're
0: your hosts of.
2: And we're the hosts of. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. Living Millennial. A podcast
0: where we'll be hearing three different different perspectives
1: and emerging stories
2: from three different millennials on everyday life and trending topics. Hey, y'all.
1: Welcome
0: back to the Living Millennial Podcast. I'm Mandisa.
2: This is Jamal.
0: And this is Brittany. Woo-hoo. Where are we, y'all? Tell them what city we in.
2: Los Here's Angeles.
0: California.
3: Yeah. California. <laughs> California. <laughs> California.
0: <laughs> California. <laughs> I'm still trying to learn how to crib walk. Nobody
1: will teach me.
2: Um, um yes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was at a party in like South Central a while ago, and like Snoop came on, and I was just excited, being from the yeah. East. I'm like, yes, and I was about to do the crib, I was like, oh. Let me know where I am right now, and I just That's
1: my area. Stop.
2: That turned it into a skit. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm with you.
1: I'm with you. But anyway, so we are so excited to be here. Uh, we made a special trip to L.A., not yes. only to see our man Jamal, yes. but to see our girl Cole Lawson, hey, who is here with us today. Hey, girl. Hey. Um, for those of you who may not know Cole Lawson um, I actually I found her on Instagram do not ask me how I found you because I have down no idea hole. probably, probably <laughs> I'm pretty freaking sure and then come to find out like you are friends with like several of my friends here so I'm pretty sure some way somehow at like, like 12 o'clock at night that's where I found you down that nice. rabbit hole um, <laughs> but um, instantly like you know you just kind of opened up and were um, and were willing to come and be on the show and I just want to thank you for that well thank
4: uh, you for having me Yo, yeah. yeah, no problem. All We're, of you guys. Yeah. yeah. No
1: problem. It's We're like so excited have you. to have you here. Um, tell our audience a little bit about yourself and the work that you do.
4: Well, hey, you guys. My name is Cole Lawson, as she said. I am a Los Angeles native. Um, however, I'm a wonder and I've moved around so much. Um, I used to be in the Navy, and then I was a full-time poet for a while. I still write poetry and write, but I am a full-time life coach. I specialize in resilience, um, and I basically, I teach people how to find their power within themselves and how to keep going despite life circumstances through actualization and discipline and ritual um, and self-care tactics, but mainly taking fucking responsibility and having some goddamn grit. Uh, because it's life's <laughs> gonna easy. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not easy for anybody. Yeah. So which harder are you about to choose?
1: <laughs> yes. Um, clearly, you guys know why she's here. A bit of that, okay? Yes, um, you guys know why she is here for sure. Um, and 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 honestly, what I've kind of learned from you, especially when you came out to San Diego um, like some weeks ago, and you did your workshop, and I was like, "Oh, this girl knows her shit because she's been through some shit." Like, (laughs) we're gonna take everything that she has to say into account, um, you know, because she—you can already tell she's been through it, even at a young age. Like, you can tell. So that's always what I'm looking for. That's always a good thing. So I'm listening to um, anything you got to say, (laughs) Queen. Just just saying. Um, So. Thank you for that. I actually want to kick the show off, um, having a little bit of fun. <laughs> I told
3: y'all,
4: stop tempting me with yes. it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm always it's happening. To have it's fun, happening. Okay? <laughs> <laughs>
1: You don't have a choice. <laughs> like, you're going to have a good time. So, we want to kick this show off today, um, and we want to start to play Would You Rather. Oh. Yes, and I kicked this off, I believe, on episode seven, actually. Mm-hmm. And that was kind of fun. Um, and it was like was it, was it kind of fun, or was it fun fun? It was kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> I think today's going to be fun, because I found some good ones. No. You today's going to be ones? fun fun. So but but I found some good after, ones, you guys. Yeah. Okay, so... If you guys don't know the rules, Mm -hmm. you're going to get two scenarios, and you have to tell me which of those scenarios would you rather. Oh, Lord. Okay? There's only one rule. You cannot change a damn thing. Mm, don't try to get fancy. Don't try to change nothing. Just, no it's either or.
2: It's just we have to say I would rather this and then not explain anything. No, you have to explain it, but you can't change it. Okay. So okay.
1: give me your answer and explain why you, you're giving me that answer, but you can't change the actual scenario that got I gave it. you. Ooh. Okay. 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 Got it. Damn. All right, all right. <laughs> all right. cool. So our special guest.
4: Cole, oh, your game first
1: You're queen. You're oh. all right. <laughs> 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 okay. And this kind of correlates with our sixth episode episode but would you rather be ghosted or get dumped over a phone call or text mm. damn you can't change nothing
4: shit i'm trying to think of which experience i've already went through That's Oh shit, shit. <laughs> <laughs> did it hurt less when i got ghosted or when she broke up with me through text let me it oh it wasn't the same chick was it no oh i'm like because look I'm here mad. you fooled me once <laughs> That part. There you go. That's why shame on me. Listen. Okay. (laughs) Um, honestly, I would have to say I would rather I would rather be ghosted.
1: You'd rather be ghosted.
4: Okay.
2: Them off. I have questions. Okay. <laughs> you
4: can ask questions,
1: you
2: just can't change it. So, this is a relationship that you were in a relationship for a period of time. This is okay. someone you were dating, right? <laughs> wait,
4: so yes, wait yes, you were dating for a long time? Yeah, yes. get you yeah you're getting dumped. You
2: yeah, you're dumped. dumped. So, you're in a relationship. So oh, okay, no, because- am like,
4: if you okay. ghost me, we're fighting, okay. yeah. cool. Cool. <laughs> No, you Damn. can't ghost me if we were dating for a long time. I feel like, out of courtesy, it's already disrespectful that you going to tell me through text.
2: I already break the rules. I'm going to let you live.
4: And break out with you text, but don't ghost me. Mm. Okay,
2: yeah. so she'd rather get dumped via text yeah. or phone call. I would yeah. rather be dumped via text or phone call.
0: Me too. Like, we had established shit. Like, you owe me that. I feel.
2: Mm.
0: Ghost me. Next.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Because <clears throat> at that point, I probably deserve it,
4: okay? Ooh.
2: Karma. Ooh. I anyway, oh. we've talked about it. I don't deserve
4: to get left, tiny yes. <laughs> I thought that's right. Okay.
2: That's another episode. We'll have called back. Right. Right. A lot right. of Mind.
1: <laughs> Mind you, there is alcohol in the room, so. Look, <laughs> but, but I'm always. This swimming. is about to get lit. <laughs> <this is laughs> right. right. We're about to get lit. Okay. Would you rather. Go back 10 years in the
0: past or Mm. 10 years ahead in the future, Mindy's a first. Future. Future? Future. I'm so excited about my future because Mm. that means I'm in my 30s, close to stepping into my 40s, which I feel like 30s and especially 40s is just like, that's sexy. Yes. Mm. I'm feeling that yes. sexy vibe. Yes, mm. like put me mm.
4: in that. Also, yeah. I already lived in the past. Like, let me see what,
2: I what already did is. it. Look, mm. I Gary, B the said, look, if, if that hurts your neck, honey. What <laughs> 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 Right? How much you looking at? Too much. too much, absolutely.
1: Okay, I'm with it. Jamal?
2: I would rather... Go 10 years in the past mm-hmm. because I would change certain things Ooh, yes.
1: mm-hmm.
2: uh, from 10 years ago that mm. will change my now. Mm. So I will go 10 years in the Word. past. Mm. Back in the
4: future. But how it. are you so sure that just a change of a couple choices would have changed the entire outcome?
2: How do oh, I know? It's already
4: destined to
2: happen. See, if we're talking about destiny. We let, thought something else in the comments. Yeah. Hey, hey, if, hey, if, if we're going back 10 years, that's a good question though. If we yeah. go back 10 years and I get to live the past 10 years again, mm. I know for a fact that things would be different because I wouldn't be so afraid to be myself, mm. to be who I am, mm. to say who I am mm. out loud. I would never have been in anybody's closet. I never would have yeah. said what people mm. taught me to say. Yeah. I would have been more open with spirituality and religion, mm. and not just a slave to what I was taught. Mm. Um, so yeah, things would be very different. Mm. Okay.
0: Okay. 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 All right. Okay, okay. All right.
1: Um, I would go, and I would go to the past as well mm. um, for some of the same reasons as Jamal but also my 19th year was like low-key my best fucking year oh. like I acted a goddamn fool but in the best way <laughs> like I had so much fun I was finally free yeah. um yeah, it was just, it was, it was, my, my 19th year was bomb, because I was like a freshman year in college, oh, and, yeah, I mean, I was crazy, you know? Everybody know I'm a little, I'm a little card Yeah, head. we know. I was, crazy,
3: <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I was crazy, but
1: yeah, I would definitely go back and like, just teach myself some, you know, some newer things, but I would have just as much fun as I did before. Okay. For okay. sure.
4: What's am I going back knowing what I know now, or am I going back I to the know. same mental space that I was also in when I was there 10 years ago? Dealers choice.
1: You going. That's true. <laughs> um,
4: you yeah, going right back right. in the same mental space? I'm going back in the same mental space that I was 30 in. Mm-hmm. Oh, nigga, we're going to the future.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs> no, that Look, here. Y'all thought y'all was a mess,
3: honey.
4: <laughs> I'm pretty sure I defined it. Okay, said, are you
3: okay. Okay, let think about
4: it. 10 years ago, I was 15. Okay, oh, okay, okay. So, okay. you know. Honestly, and I would only go towards the future because I see who I am right now,
3: mm-hmm.
4: and who I'm gonna be ain't no fucking thing to play with. Oh, y'all. Like I know who I am right now, yeah. and I'm telling y'all, ten years from, yeah. see <laughs> You better hope <hold laughs> <me> you <laughs> got my number. Listen, no, no, listen. You tell listen. time in Illinois. <laughs> right. No, that's time in Illinois, Seattle, Texas. Yeah. But more on that it. later. She's not that's not. Very She's just, yeah, I would definitely go. very right. I would definitely go to the future though because I feel like I have intentionally worked on myself for the past three years, intentional, mm-hmm. like down to every decision, every thought process. So therefore, like moving forward. Nothing can stop me but me, okay? You know what I'm saying? Like, when I was in the past, I let everything stop me because I didn't know who I was. I wasn't Mm -hmm. sure of myself. It was so much easier to try and look to something else for an example instead of realizing, like, we're all kind of creating this shit out of thin air and making it up as we go, every single person, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just easier to stand in your light and your magic Mm -hmm and then also be
2: one not just like be one with your being but also be one with your becoming at the mm. same time okay right. put that on some wall. I love that that's beautiful <laughs> <Listen>. beautifully
1: said <laughs> for sure alright what's next what's next so the next one is would you rather have the ability to control the weather or to control the people around you Jamal
2: the weather why because the people around me are the way that they are because they are who they are I find out who I am. Mm. And so if I can control people mm. around me that means I have too much power to delegate my own growth mm. and that cannot be good for me. What? Ooh.
1: Ooh.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's here, <easier. laughs> Ooh. sir. Ooh. All right. I just want to say yes and everything that Jamal said because I cannot put it any more eloquently.
1: Ooh. Also um,
0: weather. 500 for what you Sunshine. said,
4: please. <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm I'm having a very hard time with this question. <laughs> I'm having a very hard time answering because similar to Jamal, like the reason why I can't just choose the weather is because similar to Jamal, like I feel like everything has its place here. And who am I to try and control anything in this lifetime but myself, you know, especially something like the weather. Like who am I to say when I want sunshine or when I want rain? I'm not, you know, I don't know the bigger picture, it's same with my own growth. I don't know the bigger Mm -hmm. picture, so who am I to get upset? You know, at the way someone treats me, if I don't know if that's for my healing and maybe it's not, maybe I'm collateral damage, but what if that's for their healing mm-hmm. and their bigger picture and how many people they're going to touch. So it's really hard to choose. But if I had to choose, you yeah, you I'm like, true. <laughs> <laughs> choose, I'm definitely gonna choose the weather okay. because what rain, I love you. I love you so much. Yeah. However, comma, the sun be fucking it up.
2: <laughs> but listen, we were in LA and we we're California is mostly now out of the drought. Most of California is out of the drought, and we were having, we were having a lot of rain yeah. over the past look two how months. It is.
4: It's, it's beautiful.
2: beautiful. Look how she. It grows feels tropical now. Yeah, yeah.
4: Look how she. The wildflowers. Listen, yes. listen, I'm listen. It's beautiful. Okay.
1: I've
2: never that seen California Aww. like this before. Yeah. You know. Yep.
4: Mm-hmm.
1: Alright, next question. <laughs> All right. Would you rather confess your feelings to your crush or patiently wait for them to make the first move? I'll actually go first on this one. Okay. Be and I'm not changing anything, but because I typically wait because I'm a a bitch, I'm a little pussy. Because I typically wait for somebody to make the first move, with this question, I would rather confess my feelings because I would have the balls to do so. But in real life, I don't. And I would wait forever. I will wait to the end of time right. before I put myself out there enough to tell Jesus. somebody that I'm a What is your sign? I'm an Aries. Really?
2: I'm the same exact way. I will, I'm, I'm, always, always, I'm always, no, I'm a Taurus. Yeah. I'm always like.
4: i from an Aries. Yeah. Yeah. Aries are very aggressive and, you know, I'm fast. aggressive.
1: So I'm aggressive when I know that that person is interested in me enough for me to present that aggressive so you don't mindset. like rejection I don't like rejection if I get it rejected but, infinite, infinite, but I wouldn't put myself <laughs> <laughs> it was actually, but I wouldn't put myself <laughs> but I would not put myself I have not in a long time put myself out there um, to be rejected I wouldn't I just mm. won't Unless I'm drunk, and then I'm like, I'm everybody. Yeah. Everything. Like, come here. Yeah, yeah. Like, we'll get into it. I'm
2: exactly like you. I would rather confess my feelings to my crush. Confess my feelings. Isn't that deep?
4: like Why are we? what are feelings are my crush? My
2: listen. My crushes be going for a long time because okay, I always I start that. as friendship first, and uh-huh. so I I usually. And like, everybody's cute to me. Like, I see beauty first in people. I don't see, like, uh, I'm not attracted to everybody, but like, I see beauty in most <laughs> yeah. things in the yeah. day. And so, for me, I'm always, as a tourist, stoically, while feeling like a king, sitting by patiently, scared to tell someone that yeah. I'm feeling them. But every time that I have, you know, it was met with a lot of love and respect back in my adult life. And so, I guess I should stop being as afraid.
4: Right, because as many times as you're afraid, there's like nothing that happens. It's
2: like, yeah. what are you afraid of? Yeah, for sure. Right? For
4: sure. Because
2: what is rejection? Redirection. Yeah. Redirection, okay. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Right. <clears throat> That's what I feel. That's what I feel. And like I getting to that place is what I strive yeah. to get to as soon as possible. So I'm exercising that in my life.
0: Boom. I feel that. Saying
2: I what I mean that when that I mean it. It's practice. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay, I got two things. One, I just realized that our signs are going in order. What is your sign? Taurus, sorry, Aries, Brittany, Taurus, Jamal, Gemini, Mandisa. Uh. Ooh, you are my twin flame, baby. Whoa. Hello. Whoa. You're my <laughs> friend. That's crazy. <laughs>
2: <amazing.
0: Are> we are <laughs> in the right place at the right time. <laughs> yes. Aries, I just realized that, like, wow. while y'all were speaking, I totally tuned out now, for a second, to be completely honest, I was like. I don't know how
4: deep you guys are, but, like, my moon sign is a Cancer, my rising is a Gemini, so I still have a special love in my heart
0: for Gemini. I've heard of these oh things because people have told me what my rising and the other thing was, but clearly <laughs> I have forgotten, so have <laughs> it. Yep. it.
2: But I that it. says something energetically.
0: Indeed. That just made me, I got... Like excited right quick and I just like I took down out oh, for a second because I was yeah. like you know the Beyonce songs? That's how I learned them all in order That's Oh funny. yeah I
2: mean, Pisces, Aries, Taurus, Gemini, Cancer Oh, P.O. Virgo Scopio, Santa Oh no God. I can't explain <laughs> I love him
1: Oh, sorry yeah. um, Yes He just had like a whole <laughs>
4: We
1: had a dance yeah, that yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. This is <laughs> never
1: going
4: oh. Yeah. A millennial <laughs> moment. Very,
1: very the okay. end of millennial moment. <laughs> right moment. Yeah, okay. Right. Um,
0: Wonderful. So, my answer, we know where Jamal and I stand. What's your right. answer, Mandisa? Uh, <laughs> I got someone in moment I almost forgot the question.
1: I. Oh, I got you. Would you rather <laughs> confess your feelings to your crush or patiently wait for them to make your first move? I low key feel like you don't even have a problem with this because we talked about this earlier. I
0: know. Here's my <laughs> answer because I'm so silly. I want them to come at me first. I just want to hear what your pickup lines are.
2: Pickup lines. I have none.
0: Neither. I have no idea why pick up lines. I lines. Really? Why am not surprised? Wow. I don't know.
2: What's
0: star? your go-to?
4: What's My you go-to pickup line? Yeah. It's like I walk up to a person tonight and then I look on their tag and I'm like, Oh, made in heaven. Oh oh
2: good. <laughs> I just rolled my eyes y'all like <laughs> but see
1: that shit like I would laugh
4: at like ah, that's, just so that's actually really good I'm low cause I'm like that's hella corny. But, but you guys good. like if you, were, if you were you were in my position like in someone like a cute girl look I'm I'm shooting my own heart if a cute girl walk up to you and, and look at your shirt first of all I got close enough to touch you listen here that's mm. sexual
3: do hey. <laughs> I know, created an hey. energy the
4: atmosphere hey. okay. oh. and then I look on the tag and uh-huh. I'm like, oh
2: made in
0: heaven. I'm All like- you could do is smile. Which is also <laughs> on the back,
2: right? it's so funny. <laughs> no you have no other choice. Right. <laughs> you can
0: come right down at the back right of the
2: after we're done, we're going to go to the Irish pub right here, perfect location, and we're all going to try this line on somebody. I'm
4: the most perfect wingman there ever is. To oh,
1: have. Me too. I kid you not. I'm like, yes, yeah, I could be a great wing woman for anybody oh, really? but myself. I suck at it. I go off and <laughs> really? like, look at something else. I'm I, no. I, I
0: can get my boys, <laughs> all
2: kind of girls. Like I never go out to get anybody. I'm just out to have a drink, have a good Me time too. with you the people ready? I'm yeah.
4: with. I'm a good wingman. I don't go out to get people.
1: Right, right. Okay, so. Let's get uh-huh. to your answer then. Would you rather cool. confess your feelings to your crush or I feel like I already know the answer. I'm a sanitary. I
4: don't right. have a I don't have a problem like speaking up. I just I you know Yeah. My crush knows how I feel about them. Oh yeah. it's Boom. an energy, it's a vibration, you know, like yeah. you can feel it wow.
2: if I, I like wish I had that. It.
4: Okay,
1: well so obviously I'm gonna have you to when people come to you and say something to you then.
4: Um, uh, like when people try and hit on me, when people
1: yeah, try to yeah, hit on you, girl, and they use that dry. thing. What she? Nobody hitting on me. Wait, your DMs don't have your DMs don't have
2: to be. Your, you said your DMs? Or drive.
1: Hey, are you in, in, like, you in
2: person? On me. <laughs> in
1: person? <laughs> in person? She went straight to her DM. <laughs> <laughs> no, oh, my mine is drive too. Everyone's talking
2: about DMs. No one ever slides to my DM. One person did, and I didn't respond.
4: People, yeah, I platonicly have slid in people's DMs. Oh, yeah. You
1: said platonically? Yeah. Yeah. I am always yeah. in people's messages all the time. That's producing the millennials. Right.
0: <laughs> like,
1: like, like hello, how do y'all think cold out here? I was like, uh, you sick? Yes, you some turmeric tea, blah 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 <laughs> <She did>. Like <laughs> you pointed you know, that out at Trader Joe's today too, you were like carrot and turmeric. Oh so yeah, so I was like, it's really
0: good carrot and turmeric juice. Anyway, so so <laughs> <laughs> my answer but, is I would one hundred percent tell my crush yeah. that I have a crush on them and I think they so fine. And I think they snack and I'm a snack, so we should
4: have a picnic. Not
2: no. Oh! Oh, my, on my snack So we should okay, have a picnic another <laughs> <That's> corny. I mean, all of them are corny. That's good. I love it. I'm corny, too. I need
1: to go out and get all of that energy to transfer. <laughs> Trans over to me because wait, trans over. I to heard over. it too. And I Transfer was like, oh. over to me because <laughs> I do not have the boss. Alright, so you guys, yes, that is the end of Would You Rather. I told you guys that was gonna be so much fun. Yeah, I was scared because
2: I didn't know what questions were on, so I was like trying to find out. Oh what earlier we, we got it. Oh, yeah,
1: we <laughs> we no, that was good. You. That was good. I like I that. thought he did it on purpose. I like that. I uh-huh. think every event from now on. <laughs> yes. Alright, so now it's time, okay, y'all already dropping a few gems, All right. right? But now it's time to just really have like a soulful conversation. Yes. Um, And we got some questions to ask, Miss Kolioliola. Hey, ask away why you asking your questions. You want to <laughs> <laughs> so, take another sip or not? Oh, what's that question? <laughs> no, these
0: are actually All right, we these
1: are legit. <laughs> these are legit questions. Okay. So, um so give us just a brief explanation on the work that you do um with life and resilience coaching so just go a little bit more in depth than earlier
4: Well, wow. So, with Life and Resilience Coaching, I offer basically one-on-one services as well as group um, coaching services and I offer workshops and stuff. So, pretty much what I focus on is what I consider the resilient you. Um, So, the three pillars of my business um, are resilient core, which is understanding yourself. So, um, emotional and mental and spiritual. And then I have um, resilient body, which is, you know, taking care of your health and physical fitness and things Mm -hmm. of that nature. And then I have resilient connections which is interpersonal communications and how you integrate all of that learning into your everyday life so when people come to me it's typically because they have insecurity issues anxiety doubt worry fear but what I tell people all the time is it is an investment to work with me, I'm not going to lie, as a life coach. But if you investing in yourself, uh-huh. um, but for me, it's more so just to make sure that you show up for you. Hmm. Because when you put that price tag, that energy exchange on there, then right, people right, typically right. show up. Yeah. Um, but the core of my program is getting people to realize that the only person giving up on them is them. Mm-hmm. And that life is not against you, it's actually working in your favor depending on how you choose to look at your circumstances and how you choose to experience your life. Because when we really break it down, nobody forcing you to do shit. It's true. Nobody at all. Except even couples. if you're in your parent, your parents like you'd be like, well, I live under my parents' roof. So if we want to put it in plain aspects, even though you live in your parents' house, if you decided to walk the fuck out, you gonna walk out, and ain't nothing nobody can do. So nobody's forcing you mm-hmm. to do anything. Mm-hmm. To do anything. Mm-hmm. Therefore, once you step into this adulthood, and even before that you have some type of awareness that you can make your own decisions, because we do it when we want to. We rebel sometimes when we want to, and mm-hmm. we make positive decisions when we want to. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's just kind of like getting them to have that awareness that I do have control, that my life is the way that it is because of the choices that I made or didn't make. Um, So ultimately, what I focus on is self-awareness and taking personal accountability because until you fix your world, you won't be able to adequately interact with the world around you. um, And you won't even have the same respect for the world around you or the same respect for everybody else's individual journey. So that's pretty much what I do (laughs) in my teachings. Like in short, In-depth, like, because I do use, you know, techniques and practices and different, like, journaling prompts, and we go through the chakras. Um, We go through a lot of different, like, techniques and healing modalities, but it's just, it's a lot of shadow work and a lot of, like, discipline and and being present in your own life and gratitude, staying in a place of gratitude and a Mm -hmm. heart of gratitude and recognizing all of the abundance around you. So I usually take people, I tell people it's a three-month minimum to work with me. I do offer just one, like, individual sessions if people just kind of want like spiritual guidance Mm -hmm. Um, but to work with me in a coaching program it is a minimum of three months for you to make that commitment and actually start to see and integrate changes in your life so yeah
2: that's beautiful. <laughs> Listening to you, I, I felt like I was hearing myself like speak about uh-huh. certain things, <laughs> yes, and so I was like, yeah. that's why I was like, wow, like whoa, because it's a it's a complex concept for some reason, you know, and I think it's because of the the cloudiness of the world yeah. and all that raises us that really clouds our vision with those things. But personal accountability is so important to me, holding myself accountable. We were talking about this earlier yeah. at brunch about like when I'm driving in the car and I and I get rolled. and I curse someone out and even though they can't hear me and they don't know that I was just cursing them out I get off the exit and I'm thinking wow, Jamal, that was so wrong. The things you just thought about that person you don't even know Mm -hmm. on the highway. Holding myself accountable, even though it was done in private. Yeah, Holding yourself accountable privately is so important. And that's growth. And it's something that you work at every day.
4: And I tell people all the time, you can't even begin to step in a place of self-love or step in a place of healing, step in a place of progress Mm -hmm. within yourself until you're ready to look yourself in the mirror and say, yo, you need to tighten the fuck up. Word. Like until you're actually ready to be that vulnerable, because I tell people all the time, we lie to ourselves more than anybody else, more yeah. than anybody else on the planet. We get so upset when other people lie to us, but we lie to ourselves every day about what we look like, what we care about, who we want to be around, you know, what we're interested in. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you can't even begin to be resilient or even step into yourself, your being or your becoming and have that spiritual alignment until you're ready to really face yourself and, and own up your responsibilities but also not hold yourself in a place of guilt right but hold yourself with compassion and say i understand that you you're still trying to figure out this human experience you're still trying to figure out how to navigate your world and other people's worlds around you um but being in a place to take accountability is that's the first step
2: (laughs) and you have to be able to forgive yourself yeah how did you get to this work
4: how did what I the, you through this the one? The question Hey! Wow, okay. wasn't mistake. It wasn't
2: by mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know, I know, okay.
4: Being in the situation I thought it was, I felt like so much bad shit was happening in my life. You guys, I come from a broken home. I come from, you know, two parents that um, were drug dealers and, you know, lived that fast life. And, you know, my mom stripped and my dad was in and out of prison and and so was she. And I lived with my grandpa for a little bit and I kind of just bounced around. I lived with my aunt and I bounced around. But, like, after that, I moved to Seattle with my dad and my house got raided my senior year. And then I was kind of living on my own again and I graduated high school and I went to the military. But meanwhile, while I was a kid, I really didn't have a lot of structure. So I had structure in my aunt's house. The problem was I was so fixated on being upset that my parents weren't there that I projected mm-hmm. an entirely bad experience in my childhood for myself, even as a child and I didn't realize it. You know, so I spent my childhood being angry and being upset and like putting my aunt down because I was holding my mom on this pedestal because she had to be there for me. Mm-hmm. So I had deep mommy issues and daddy issues. And and I projected and created this experience even into my adult life, even into like being in the military. And so I went through that experience and you know, I, went to the military and I lost a really close friend of mine to suicide. I became very suicidal. I was in very bad relationships with uh, women and I, you know, was sexually assaulted while I was in the military and I gained a really bad alcohol problem. Mm -hmm. And I just seemed like I was projecting and projecting and projecting this this terrible experience because I was convinced I believed that I didn't deserve better. Mm -hmm. Because I came into the world with less than, I believed that I could not give myself more. You know? And I feel like my aha moment, which is crazy, didn't even happen until 2015. Well, 2015, I would say was the beginning of my awakening. My aha moment into this lifestyle, into my life's work, didn't come into until 2016, the end of the year. Where? But 2015, I got my second DUI. Um, I ran into another car head-on, and my car was totaled, completely smashed, and. What woke me up was realizing that I walked away from that accident without a scratch on me. Wow. The person that I ran into somehow drove away, which saved me from getting a felony DUI, right. saved me from doing jail time, wow. you know. But that woke me up.
2: They drove away?
4: They drove drove away. I'm t- like if it wasn't my spirit got, if it wasn't source, if it wasn't something bigger than me, mm-hmm. I don't know what it was because I should have wanted, I think about it all the time, and I should have I should have killed someone, That's I should have jail. Yeah. Like all these things that could have happened, Ow. but they didn't. Um, and mind you, this is after me getting through being very suicidal and, and, and going through that traumatic mm-hmm. time in my life. So to make it through both my suicide attempts and then make it through that, I was like, okay, look, The universe is trying to keep me here. It's not not even going to let me fail even when I (laughs) try. So therefore, my purpose here has to be so much bigger. But I still didn't know what it was. I still felt like just bad shit was happening to me. Because, you know, upon that, I got kicked out of the military. And then, but after that, I got kicked out of the military and I did poetry full time. Full time I did poetry. And
2: that was right after getting kicked right out of the military. Straight down. to poetry. Wow. Straight
4: to poetry. And I did it full time and I slammed on the two thousand sixteen San Diego slam team and it was amazing. I had yeah. the best time of my life. Um but for me, even though that was my my awakening was in two thousand fifteen, so I was doing poetry and I slammed on the team in two thousand sixteen rolls around and I thought I had it all. You know, I was, you know, starting to work on my spiritual experience, but, you know, when you're fresh in the game, you kind of still have that ego, and I thought I knew everything. Mm -hmm. And I was doing poetry, and I was at the top of my game, because, you know, I'm on the San Diego Slam team, so we're famous, pretty much, when we go out. I didn't know this. Yeah, Yeah, nationally. Yeah. Wow. And then...
2: It's from San Diego. Huh. Yeah, yeah. wow, that's shocking to me we too. We
4: have one of the yeah. th- like the
1: number two poets here.
2: Wow, yeah, I wouldn't
4: have thought out of all of yeah. the cities
0: in this country. Oh yes. yeah, we took San second in the nation.
4: Oh. We took second in the nation when I was on the team. Wow. the year after that they took
2: first. I went to grad school in San Diego. so the <laughs> man <D laughs> said, I did. I'm sorry. Yeah, we'll go like yeah. Queen D's and and oh, oh I got. You. I
4: have got. You. <laughs> I'll put you
1: up on game. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah.
2: Sorry to cut you off, Cole. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine.
4: You have to quit. What was
1: it? Yeah,
4: I thought I had it all. And I thought I knew it all, and so I um, was in this space because I was living in the middle of North Park in a beautiful cool. apartment. Yes. Um, I was driving a BMW. Oh, okay, I was, you know I was doing it. I had got kicked out, so I I thought I was on top of the world. I thought I was repairing my life. I'd stopped drinking so much. I had supportive friends, loving friends. But what I didn't realize is that I didn't. I still wasn't one with myself. I had gained so much externally that I forgot to still fix what I had going on internally. Mm -hmm. So even though I was being resilient in my outer world, my inner world was still crumbling. It was falling apart. And in that, even though I had a good environment, I was still attracting bad vibrations, you know? Mm -hmm. So I ended up getting into a relationship. Mm -hmm. Um, And I will never speak bad on a person because I I truly do love and have a, a, a place in my heart for everybody that I've been with. However, that's a situation that we should not have gotten into Mm -hmm. Um, but it was our lack of maturity and my lack of emotional maturity and my lack of boundaries and my lack of um, self-actualization that led me to a relationship that ruined a friendship Mm -hmm. you know Um, and I think that's huge to acknowledge because at some point I had to acknowledge within myself that even though there was so much turmoil and lies and hurt that she was exactly who I knew her to be when we got in a relationship. So who am I to guilt someone for being exactly who they've always shown me they were? It was me trying Preach. to see someone, ex- someone else. It was me trying to make it something else. But little did I know I was projecting my childhood world to right back my, you know, it was like things got too perfect. So I started projecting that chaos back into my life. Like, I need chaos. Something that's chaotic.
3: Come mm-hmm. here, please,
4: please, please hold me. Yeah. You know? And that was that for me. It was being in a relationship and then moving away to Chicago and being away from all my family and all my friends. And putting me in a really uncomfortable situation to where, you know, I, I was really hurt. My feelings got hurt. My pride got hurt. Um, but that situation gave me back to myself. Yeah. And it, it really put a mirror up to me because I did so much blaming and I was so hurt and I stayed so long because my ego was hurt because I was just like, everyone told me not to go and I didn't want to hear those I told you so's. Mm-hmm. Right. And then oh, <laughs> the crazy thing is my biggest aha moment was when I was sitting on the floor a year and a half after she had broken up with me and I stayed and got my own apartment still and went through this whole crazy thing that I realized, wow. Not just did I get hurt by, I allowed myself to sit in that hurt day
3: Mm. for
4: a year and Mm. a half. Oh shit. I allowed myself to sit in that one day, in those one emotions, in that one time frame for a year and a half. And once that clicked for me, I was like, wow. Bitch, you need to tighten up. Wow. It, it really, like, I looked at, because everything came to shit. Wow. I lost my job. I lost everything because I was chasing that one high, that one feeling that wasn't even a feeling for me. Mm-hmm. You know? And so I got to a point to where I really realized that nobody's doing anything to me but me. You feel me? Like, she left me one time, but I let her leave me every single day after that, that I decided to stay in that emotion. Wow. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm.
2: And I kept blaming, and blaming for what when she did it once. It's amazing how um, Eckhart would say our hurt body, you know, Mm -hmm. when we're in our hurt body, because I I feel like every human being has a child that's living inside of them, and it's that child like screaming out. And before I even met I don't even, like, read these philosophers' work a lot. Like, I listen to Oprah, Super Soul Sunday. She yeah. to these readings, and I look at their quotes and things like that. So I'm learning while not being deeply in the books yet. But that hurt body and projection resonates with me through every spiritual... Teacher, out there, how we project our hurt on others, and we spend so many years blaming everyone else around And at the grocery store, like literally, it's Everything like it's in, in, the, in the most simple, like for people to understand, in the simplest form, we project. We project when we're driving. We project mm-hmm. at the at the Starbucks mm-hmm. that they're not doing their job. Mm-hmm. You know, we project in like the smallest ways, and if you can look at your day to day of when you project someone's ill will. Exactly. Based on you and your experience, exactly. we do it so often. It's amazing to become aware of how often we do that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do
2: you all have Brittany, Mandy, some aha moments that you all can relate to in your life? That I like I have
1: plenty of aha moments. Yeah, 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 yeah. What's major? Yeah, and I think I mentioned this to you, Cole, when you were here. And you did your workshop because me, it's like I'm trying so hard not to judge people off the bat. Mm-hmm. and i'm trying so hard to be you mentioned it earlier like you know you see beauty first in people mm-hmm. and i'm definitely moving towards that mindset um because i would catch myself like you know, talking shit about somebody in my own mind, of course, or looking at somebody crazy because they're wearing something that I wouldn't wear, or they're behaving in a way that I wouldn't behave, and I got this whole conversation going on in my head like, Ooh, oh, really, girl, all? she must be on the corner, you know, just nonsense, and then I have to, nowadays I'm like checking myself like, but how does that affect me, in no way, shape, or form like, yeah. that doesn't affect my, my main thing, my main motto is, if it ain't affecting my bank account, I shouldn't even be worried about it, oh. <laughs> like, you You know seriously like whatever shorty is wearing don't have nothing to do with the money I have or do not have in my bank account so why am I spending the energy towards focusing on that Mm -hmm. right and projecting whatever judgment I have on this person who is really living their best life and dancing and and having a good old time Mm -hmm. while I'm in the back like judging them Mm -hmm. And it's not, and it's typically not to that extreme, but still, like it, it kind of feels that way. So I, so in that way, I, I try to check myself um, pretty often. And when it comes to like relationships and things like that, like that's where I'm most lenient, and I'm like, you do you, you do your own thing. That's probably why the shit goes to shit, because mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like too loose, I'm too much, like go ahead, Maybe. do whatever you gotta do. But um so like I don't typically see that, at least right now, when it comes to, like friendships and relationships but outside of that um, when I'm trying to just correct my way of thinking and my, in terms of like first impressions right. mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to pull back that like projection of whatever I would not do when I see somebody else doing it does that yeah. make sense yeah. 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 yeah so that's me
0: Deep. Right. well um it's, I feel like it's a big uh, capsule, but for me, grad school uh, was a collection of aha moments. Um, I mean, there were some in, in undergrad as well, but I feel like grad school, um was really where I'd moved across the country uh, It was kind of like me actually being on my own for the first time as like an adult adult um, and what the main things that I took from the two and a half years of grad school uh, going back to the to the words of gratitude um, and and just being able to see that every day was kind of how I chose for it to be and that no one was responsible for my happiness Mm -hmm. except for me. Um, So taking that out into the world and with each new experience um, and and with different people and, and different situations that I'm in, realizing that if I don't want to be there, I have the power to leave. Mm -hmm. Like, whether I brought myself there or not, there are ways for me to get home. Um, (laughs) So, uh, putting myself more in a power position that I have always been in, but never, or not never, I won't say. But uh, it it took a while to just realize that, like, I sit in that throne every day, and it's up to me whether or not I, like, show up with a polished crown or I, like, choose to sit back with, like, a little dusty crown. (laughs) I'm not okay. Yes. Um, so really, and in, in, in gratitude also, just uh, similar to what Jamal, you were saying earlier, um, just about, like, taking each moment and, and being accountable for what I can or can't do in that situation, but also taking a step back and looking at the bigger picture to say, okay, this is what I've experienced today. What can I take away for me uh, that I can kind of put in my pocket and pull out later is like, aha, like, mm-hmm. I experienced this, this was what it was um, and just taking that into account with
2: my happiness yeah yeah I think my I think my aha moment and I don't think I've ever said this out loud And I think I'm just realizing in this moment um, a big aha moment is when I found myself finding security Mm. and being able to finding security and kind of the question that we did earlier was like controlling people around you Mm -hmm. I used to try to control people around me Mm -hmm. and if you did not succumb to my idea of what was proper or respectful Mm -hmm. or um, important or kind or not kind whatever it was I had like this huge opinion about it mm-hmm. and I think about my last relationship mm-hmm. with my ex I remember you know kind of picking apart because I felt weak mm-hmm. I was weak and I was insecure and so certain things that annoyed me about her I would say why do you do this mm-hmm. you know like why did da 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 you know <laughs> you know and like that was a huge aha moment for me out of the relationship and this woman is still a close friend of mine today. We've been friends for 16 years now. Oh, nice. It's been a very long time. We dated for three or four. It gets wonky, you know, the in-between relationships. Yeah. Um, but I, that, that was a huge aha <laughs> moment, being out of a relationship for a few years and just realizing how I, because I have this voice and because I speak in speeches, you know, oh, yeah. I, I kind of I gained this respect very quickly in space because I don't ask for permission. And like, I think back then when I was insecure, I would use that power without even knowing it, honestly to control and be irritated. And that was me projecting my world so that I could feel safe. Mm -hmm. And when I allowed myself to see myself and for me to be weak with myself and for me to look at myself as like, wow let me look at you let me love on all of you Jamal your flaws your powerful the things you're working on the things that are imperfect Mm -hmm. you know that's when I started to fall in love with myself and I started to see myself more Mm -hmm. clearly and uh that was beautiful and I always tell people this all the time again I think it's complex I don't think it's easy I work on it every day Yeah. is that you gotta like you gotta love everything about you even when you want to fix it Mm -hmm. even when you want to grow there you gotta love you gotta look at it and be intrigued at it i told somebody the other day like a beautiful novel look Mm -hmm. at it and be intrigued by every aspect of it so you can learn what you need to learn from it Mm -hmm. and when you look at it like that and you break it down in a positive way even when it's hard Mm -hmm. oh how you build yourself up (laughs) how you build yourself up
4: i i appreciate that i super resonate because like i was saying like with my aha moment like it came down to those moments where I was, I actually am super grateful that I had that experience to be in Illinois on my own, like that, with no family, with no friends, brokenhearted. Mm. Because my broken heart allowed so much light to come in, more light than I could ever imagine, mm-hmm. in some of my darkest, most hidden places. Like It wasn't until then that I was like stripped of everything, and I lost so many friends last year, I feel like everyone did. But yeah. it wasn't <laughs> until I was stripped of everything that I was really able to look at myself for myself and, and own up and fess up to some of the things that I have been lying, you know, about to me. Mm-hmm. you know, like so many times you're like, Just in relationships, including my last one, but even other ones where I would blame other people, but realize I'm not really even upset at you. I'm upset that I didn't hold my boundary. Mm -hmm. I'm upset Mm -hmm. that I didn't say no when I should've, that Mm -hmm. I didn't walk away when I should have. And now I left you with an option to do what you want to do if you did what you wanted to do, and then I'm sitting here like, Well, why didn't you do what you wanted to do? Mm -hmm. Right. Well, where was that at? Get that. You know, and so for me that aha moment came because I felt Mm weak and as a Sagittarius woman that's always been on her own, that's shit was not easy because I ain't no weak bitch listen I was was hurt I was hurt broke pressed depressed stressed all of it okay and I really had to look at myself and be like okay Nicole what are we gonna do because nobody's coming Nobody's coming to save you. We're in the. We're stomping on 23 years now. Now I'm 25. We're stomping on 23
2: years. My, ain't nobody coming. Mm. It's amazing that you've gotten gotten these things so young. Yeah. I'm 30. I am tell people
4: all the time that I really feel like I'm like a, a 187 year <to> old. <87-year-old. laughs> <laughs> I think it's really. Right. I
2: think it's so important though. I think it's important though, and why I would go back to the past because what you know at your age, which you're not that far from me at all, just half a decade. I like. Make, I like. Make, I like <laughs> to make myself feel old. I like to that. But no, if I can go back to where you were and see what you see at your age like sometimes we put you know that old saying that wisdom comes with age yeah. I think wisdom comes with experience yeah. and if you use your experience if you know that if you know that in your youth that your wisdom is coming with your experience when you're hurting when you're broken mm-hmm. and like take that deep breath when it's hard to breathe and just like that heart is beating real fast and just push through that to learn from it that's what I like
4: to tell people all the time like your experience is a door that yeah. hurt is a door mm-hmm. that happiness is a door that closed door is also a door you yeah. know? Like, everything's a door to a different part of you.
2: You can start this today no matter how old you are. Even right. if you're like 65 and you haven't done that right. yet. like yeah. It really does start today and anybody can do it. It's really yeah. within your reach. Looking at yourself, holding right. yourself accountable in a beautiful way. I think people look at accountability as like this heartbreaking, thing and it can be heartbreaking but there's a beauty in breaking down the heart because the heart rebuilds itself. Exactly. And so it's breaking down just like when you work out. I always go back to, I don't work out a lot but I go back <laughs> to the gym. Like, when you're lifting weights you break down your muscles <laughs> so that they can build. And yes. that's the that, that's with everything psychological everything.
4: Your problems are heavy, put them down so you can rest, Mm -hmm. you can feel a little stronger if you put them down. You can do something else if you put them down. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not saying that all the problems are gonna go away. You might get heavier ones, but at least you know you can lift them, you know? Um, but yeah I think you know accountability and all and everything it's all a part of being resilient because when I think of resilience I think of the ultimate vibration of believing in yourself but not just believing in yourself but believing in something bigger than you. But the key it's also knowing that you are a part of that something bigger, mm-hmm. that something bigger does not exist without you as well. So both parts mm-hmm. are equally as important. I think that's what it means to be resilient because when we talk about resilience, it's not just believing in yourself to keep going, to keep doing anything mm-hmm. because the human preface, we like progression. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that keeps us sustained. We like to feel purpose, you know? So as mm-hmm. much as we try to play that game of like, I don't need anyone. We do because our purpose, is not fulfilled unless we are part of something outside of us, unless we're part of something bigger than us. Mm-hmm. So it's our responsibility to not just make sure we keep going, but this is where it gets spiritual, is that once you start really making sure you can keep going, making sure the, the food you put in your body is working, that you have clean water sources, that your emotional state is good, it makes you have that much more respect for everybody else's experience and want to contribute to that because your self-preservation is also the preservation of the universe. The preservation of the universe is also the preservation of your that.
0: Where period we're facts. all interconnected. We're all interconnected. Yeah. We all
4: live on the same planet. That's why tell people that the, the, the thing to do here is to leave your energy. I don't care if you, I don't give a fuck if you leave tennis shoes, whatever you want to leave, mm. art, but it's to leave your energy, leave your actual vibration on this place so it can be carried within other people. That's yeah. what it's to leave your feel yeah. you, you want people to feel you. So that's what we do when we have art. You, you're giving in people an experience of you to feel you. That's what art is. You you want them to feel your vibration. This because podcast. You, oh, right. you know what I mean? like When they feel you, they take that vibration and we subconsciously, we hold vibrations inside of us. Mm-hmm. So those good ones, we tend to keep them because they're references for everything else that we feel. Yeah. So when you hold your vibration, that's why they say people won't always remember what you said, but they'll always remember how you make, make them feel. feel. And yeah.
2: anyone can look yeah. at the patterns of the relationships in their lives. You look at the pattern of the struggle or the trouble with your relationships in your life, whatever that pattern is, it tells you a lot about what you attract right. and, and what, what you attract yeah. is a vibration that you give yeah. out and that's hard to see sometimes but like mm-hmm. take a look at it because it yeah. ain't everybody else around you yeah.
1: <laughs> yes. and, and, take, and continue to look at it though like don't do it one good time, this time and then be like oh okay like I'm never gonna look at this again like you no, have yeah. to keep like I'm going to do yeah. that right now like I'm reevaluating the people who I have in my circle the people that I'm spending my energy towards and like what it is that I'm either learning from them or, or like the energy that I'm grabbing from them like what am I taking home is it something that is fulfilling or something that's leaving me empty right Mm -hmm. Right. Um, and that's something I continue to look at all the time Um, and I think it's this is a good time too to really talk about like self-awareness right Right. and I think this is a new it's not a new word but it's it's starting to kind of come up again and it's emerging Mm -hmm. and we're starting to focus on that type of self-awareness or any type of self-awareness at this moment Um, so like what do we Think of, or what do we define self-awareness as? I'll let you um, spit real quick, Cole.
4: Well, for <laughs> me, um, so in my, in my everyday life and in my spiritual practice, what I've come to learn is that awareness is a complete out of. It's an in body out-of-body experience and let me explain that for a second mm-hmm. so you're in your body obviously but it's from the seat of the soul the seat of your awareness um, and that's different f- from being alert and I think people think oh I'm self-aware but they're not they're really just alert of what's going on around them they're alert of their surroundings if I mean but being self-aware to me is looking at things from a place of non-judgment that's what aware, it's like aware that it's going on, but you don't have a judgment about it. Like, oh, this is happening. Oh, this thought I had. Oh, this is what's going on. But it's not actually, like you're not placing a judgment or a label. It's like you look at a tree and you're just like, oh, that's nice. It's not like, oh, that's a tree. You know what I mean? Because all these things we created. But to be aware is to kind of, to, to come back to a soul, like a source space and to look at everything from the eyes of God. I would say in the eyes of God is looking at everything through compassion and through um, non-judgment. It's like everything is everything, Mm -hmm. you know, it's not good or bad. It just is. Mm-hmm. You know, even when we're trying to fix it, it just is. Like things might suck right now, but I'm not I'm never gonna say it's bad because it might be very necessary. Because I don't know the bigger picture or the bigger plan. I just know my purpose kind of like, and I'm still even like aligning with and walking into that. But for me, awareness is sitting in that space of non-judgment, is having enough compassion and control over yourself and knowing that you only have control over yourself to look at a situation and say I'm not judging this I'm looking at it for what it is now does this work and fit in my life yes or no mm-hmm. based off of my preference because that's always what it is it's a preference in how you want to live it's a standard you have for your life whether it be a good standard or a bad standard is up for you to define however that seat of awareness gives you that sense of control to look at a situation in its reality not in a past in which you wish shoulda coulda woulda happened or in the future mm-hmm. but to look at it from a now and be like this
2: is it mm. yeah yeah that's good <laughs> that's really that's good self-awareness is the,
1: even when it's such, i don't even you know if i well. yeah i just I, re, I
2: relate to what you're saying self-awareness no judgment about it it's just mm-hmm. being aware of what's going on mm-hmm. and like for me i'm an actor everybody knows i've trained as an actor for many years <laughs> but we focus on uh A lot of the public who, you know, go to the theater or loves going to film doesn't know the work of an actor. Right. And a lot of the work of the actor is being more self-aware. It's about Mm. following your breath. We do yoga. It's a part of the curriculum. Alexander Technique is lengthening, you know, the spine, you know, to lengthen, right, to lengthen and widen. And so it's a lot of these things that, you know... uh, you know, in the world, we call this is spiritual. This is, you know, religion. This is this, this is that. But like the art forms that we love and enjoy singers, musicians, it's all about the breath and being aware of what you need, how much you need and never using more than what you need by becoming more more aware of your instrument right that's how actors who train train
4: becoming aware of your capabilities yeah strength and weaknesses what do you bring to the world what can you give to the world what can you not Mm -hmm. you know and I think that I think when it comes to awareness, people don't find strength in their weaknesses. And you know why? It's because they aren't realizing that we are all projections of each other. You feel know I me? Mean? Mm-hmm. We're projecting each other into our worlds, but not just that, but we are projections of each other. Yeah. So therefore, you don't when we look at human race as a society, and what I like to tell people, when you become resilient and you become comfortable and confident in your strength, you start to realize that everyone else you're attracting is a part of you. Yes. And they have something mm-hmm. that you don't have. Appreciate because that. everyone needs each other. Right. Mm-hmm. So when we come into these spaces where we we've met someone that has a different talent than us, that's not your cue to be jealous. That's your cue to think the universe like, wow, you projected this other piece of me mm-hmm. to complete my whole picture. Now we can we mm-hmm. can collaborate. We can make this shit work. We can make magic together. Yeah. That's why I tell people it's so important to have a group of friends that are supporting you, that love you, because your friends should be a part of you. Because we are all a part of each other. Mm-hmm. We're all projections in different pieces. Mm-hmm. You know, living in different dimensions experiencing different things to add to each other's
2: lives and i would say too if it's healthy this is not for everybody but for me like i i'm very safe saying that i have no enemies like i have no enemies and i don't have anyone looking at me as an enemy you know i feel that energy in my life like i don't feel anybody is like you know gunning for me to take down jamal and this is why even if i don't fuck with you it's from a place of love and out of concern for you and myself and humans know how to receive that truth and honesty sometimes we can make a choice we make a choice to like be bothered by it and then we talk to people and get riled up by it based on other energies around us watch who's around you who riles you up on shit and drama you shouldn't be in but like even if you do not fuck with the human being because they're not good for you because they're triggered for whatever reason if you deal with love and respect and saying hey i can't hang out with you no more yeah but i love you and if you need me i got you and if you say it and you mean it yeah people will respect that right people will respect that i did that with someone two years ago here in la after working on a film that i was hanging out with and you know we made amends we have not seen each other since because i was very serious about the fact that this isn't going to work. And out of respect for you and myself, I think it's best that we don't hang out hang out, and try to be buddy-buddy or force this. Mm-hmm. Aesthetically, there's differences that would stunt my growth and yours. Mm. You
4: know what's crazy? I just, literally, before I came in here, I was sitting in my car and I was talking on Instagram. And I just said something because I feel like as people, we've lost that compassionate factor. We've lost empathy for other people and their experience. Mm. So I feel like it's hard for people to set those boundaries because they get uncomfortable setting boundaries because they're insecure within themselves. But what you don't realize is if something someone else is doing is, is triggering you, you have two options. One, is it triggering because what they're doing is actually triggered, triggering, you know, or is, are you just triggered because you have something within yourself that you need to work through?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: Um, so there's that aspect, but also in saying that when we lose compassion for people, I feel like we tend to group the human and the action in the same category instead Mm. of separating the two and realize that they're a human having an experience the same way that you are, that they don't get it right all the time, that people fuck up, that none of us have the answers. But you can't absolutely hold them accountable for their actions, but still be compassionate for their person.
0: This just made me think of Trump voters immediately.
4: You see what I'm saying? And and that's why I tell people all the time, like, okay, we're going to bring up a hot topic because we live in millennial, right? We live (laughs) in millennial. Because I I fucked with Erica Baidu Mm -hmm. when she she made her comment on R. Kelly. And and some people may not agree with me. I cannot, uh, I do not agree and I do not condone his actions. I would be very fucking clear. Mm -hmm. I do not. I think it is despicable. However, comma, I do have respect for his human experience because that is not something that I have to deal with. Those aren't choices that I had to make. Those aren't traumas that I had to go through. There's, you know what? And I think that people forget is that and unfortunately I hate to have to say it like this, but we don't know the bigger purpose and we don't know if that situation was placed in this universe and R. Kelly had to be the vessel and those girls had to deal with that. To reach this and have that documentary where it touched so many people that may have dealt with the same thing that wasn't a celebrity situation, and their own you feel know I me? Mean? Yeah. And for them to address and deal with their own demons and their own guilt, we don't know the bigger picture. Yeah. So I tell people yeah. you have to you have to still be compassionate because he's still human. Yeah. But back up, what did Erica Badi say? So for the <laughs> listeners for and myself, <laughs> right. he basically said the same thing that that she still loved him and had you know had love for him. Uh-huh. And people took it as she was agreeing with or accepted his actions and, and I don't think that's the
2: case it's tomorrow, not what she said and she also it's what she said exactly what you said but she all people flipped what she said because mm-hmm. we projected like her true. intention yeah. and she was very clear in her intention because uh-huh. she was very clear in saying too in that concert too what if the people who he abused turns into abusers too mm-hmm. are we going to hate them too not her words verbatim but along that same line and that was an important I think when she said what she said people stopped listening because it's an interesting yeah. complex concept but it's exactly but what what Seriously, you're saying? It's so true. Yeah. He became the
4: abuser. abuser. You know yeah. what i And so you so can
2: know, be those women
4: that were abused become the abuser.
2: Absolutely, yeah. it's very yeah. true. And so it's like we're you can path. be you can you can hashtag mute R. Kelly. That's where I'm at right now. You can also right. be like fuck R. Kelly. Fuck R. Kelly. I don't
4: listen to <laughs> exactly. Music. I I period.
2: Him. However, he's comma, human. he's, he's a human. human. I love you. And for existing. Yeah, and even if you're and even if you're not that deep with love, because I I ain't the love spark. Like I'm mad at you, R. Kelly. My, I was talking to my friend about that's this. I I I think we my, can
4: be mad, but we can love. We
2: can love too. That's that's hard and I think that's a process. But I was I agree with you. I don't disagree with you. I'm just not there yet.
4: <laughs> I <feel like laughs> because not, not, been, But see, I can respect that. You don't agree, but you're not. But there. I see it. I mean, I'm
2: just not there yet. Because I I think okay. it I think it's right to the healing of humanity actually is being able to see flaws in people see faults in people see those demons in people who have affected and hurt other people love on them get them help while holding them accountable and them holding themselves accountable and i think you know? that's a
4: part of resilience and it it sucks because i wish that i could be r kelly's life coach right now because <laughs> as, as much as i i don't agree with him from
2: prison I, he needs a life coach.
4: As, as much as i don't agree i do feel like everybody should be offered the opportunity for mm-hmm. healing i feel like everybody should be mm-hmm. offered that opportunity
2: i agree you know? and and that's the problem with that prison system too. And, because you know you
4: what sucks, just took the words out of my head. But you know what sucks and what gets me, and I know there's gonna be so much backlash on the on these comments. Hey, Kelly, what you about to say, though? I, I feel <laughs> like what people don't get is that okay, R. Kelly, he's done what he's done. If he goes to prison, right? Who is compassionate enough? to help him heal through his process like are we going to hold him over his his head for the rest of forever how does he begin how do we allow him the space to begin to forgive himself and correct his
2: actions you know what I think will happen with him I know this is the podcast R. Kelly but what I think will, what I think what I hope happens because I hope that R. Kelly finds healing we've seen a lot of people you know like the master of the crypts being in prison and like you know being a good you know representation to people and writing books and shit like that people who were horrible human beings in space in time have gone to prison rehabilitated themselves because I don't think the prison system really focuses on Absolutely, rehabilitating yeah. and I think they should yeah. um, and have done great things I think that I think our prison system needs to change and I think that people who hurt people who needs to go to a safe space so that they don't continue to hurt people Mm -hmm. should have resources that are there to rehabilitate people. I really do think that. I do think that someone who does not see that they are hurt and that they've hurt people and continue to hurt people I think once he confesses that I have done these things that we've seen I think that will begin the space where we can actually see the that's human. I have
4: my. That's where I have my qualms with him because it's like I can have compassion for you, but I need you to take fucking responsibility. If
2: you own up to a lie, like oh, now you're human. Great. But now I, we can I, start. So that's where. Okay. You know? and so so that's, me, that's where.
1: Because you guys were talking earlier, um, a little bit ago about like boundaries and some of those boundaries, but for me, that's where like. How can I explain this For me that's where I've had people I've come across folks So I'm like telling you About yourself Like listen Like it's chaos Being your friend It's it's like a chore You know And then those people Just don't take Accountability Or or they say That they do And they still Just about the fuck shit So it's like How many times Do you have to have That conversation Like the conversation That that means you don't don't Really have a
4: boundary You just have a thought Mm. Who doesn't have a boundary You Oh shit (laughs) no, we're going to hit the boundary. So many people say that it's a boundary, but I, what I felt, what people fail to realize is a boundary is an action. <laughs> a boundary is not they may words. okay? So when you say you have a boundary, there's always an action attached to that boundary. You feel me? But so in the event that we have people that are still
1: fighting that, like even when we take action, right, but what? And we okay, so who are action. fighting that and who are still going over those boundaries? Like, how? Why do I have to continue to explain to you?
4: Look, then your action that's attached to your boundary needs to change because whose life is being affected right now? Yours or theirs? They're cross. They're crossing your line. Mm-hmm. Which means your line ain't close enough to you. Oh shit. Okay, okay so then is that okay if I ghost people? No. I don't think ghosting ah,
2: people sure. is appropriate. Not I at the pattern, pattern rate think- in which you do. And also
4: because like some people I'll deserve get to get this. ghosted but I also think that you can definitely be in a space because I, I feel like ghosting is a cop out because it's you avoiding setting a fucking clear boundary. Yeah. It's you not being clear enough in yourself to open up your throat chakra and say okay you know what <laughs> this is not what we're doing. <laughs> You're running from the situation instead okay. by ghosting the person so you don't have to deal with the altercation. You gotta open up that throat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's, the same thing we about. That's the same thing we talked about with boundaries and accountability and compassion. You can be compassionate for the person Because I know a lot of people, it's hard for them to set boundaries because it's all like, I love you, I care about this person, I don't want to, you know, but boundaries are not about love or care about anybody else but yourself that's you saying I love myself that's I love me it doesn't mean I don't love you but I love me more Mm -hmm. That's that's the good kind of selfishness yeah but you can have a boundary and say yo I'm not dealing with this and hold someone accountable and still be compassionate for their journey and their experience and say yo I appreciate your experience but you got to do that you know in your world yeah not in mine I'm with it. All right. But that's what's it. Nobody's crossing your boundaries if you're if you're not allowing them. So therefore, if your boundary being crossed and you feel like you're speaking too many times, it's because you're speaking too many times. You should be doing more,
2: honey. right mm. <laughs>
0: Do more, talk less. Ooh,
2: <laughs> preach that.
0: Our Kelly aside, since he's not a millennial. Right. Um, <laughs> we can go talk about him. Cause- <laughs> <laughs> next time, next time, next time. <laughs> Just kidding. Oh, no. Ow. <laughs> um, um, how do you feel that your work most benefits millennials and, and people of this generation?
4: Because um, I feel like we're right now. Like, and it's crazy cause I used to say millennials like we're next up, but we're not next up. We're, we're right here. Now. You know, we're, we're here, here. <laughs> and we are in the day and age where we have so much information, but we're misusing it. We have so much technology and we're misusing it. We have so many opportunities and resources and we're not being resourceful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You feel me?
3: Mm-hmm.
4: So I tell people all the time, you're not lacking resources, you're lacking resourcefulness right now mm-hmm. because everything you need is here. There's so much abundance. So my work helps people in our range because I feel like we're so quick to give up and not to give up because we We've had so many advances and i think we've been the most innovative of all generations however i truly believe that we don't like to do the middle work the middle steps middle. we like the beginning to say we're doing it and then we like the end to sh- to, to look like it's done are because, millennials lazy well, I, I, I honestly I, I would not agree i would not say millennials are lazy i would say we prefer instant gratification
3: mm. we're not lazy mm. because
4: I uh, millennials will work fucking hard
3: mm-hmm.
4: if it's something they want but it's it's gotta be something they can get quick
3: yeah. it's because
4: we've gotten in this day and age to where everything is fast we're fast. in this hustle yeah. right. go 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 mm-hmm. go right. that we've forgotten the value of being here of allowing time That's to nice. unfold allowing things to unfold and unwind and it's because everything's been put in front of us instantly
2: and especially in this social media you know, age instant- as well
4: instant- Mm-hmm. Right now, you feel me? We got Facebook, and people are <laughs> updating their statuses all day long. We right, got yeah. stories, right. people showing like this new culture of vlogs where people are yeah. walking around and we're watching them live their everyday oh morning. That's kind of weird. Crazy I think. For me, it's weird. It's right. weird. We've become so publicly private, it's ridiculous. Like, yeah. look, how are we publicly, publicly private? Yeah. What? Yes. yes. <laughs> all of the <your> apartments. <laughs> yeah. We're yeah. publicly yes. private. We got people that fucking got private social media accounts.
2: Yeah. yeah. Right. Well, you right. Sometimes, Sometimes I think them that's them. necessary. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, got, no, but you know, I think you're, you're gonna, gonna
4: be on social. <laughs> you gotta it's to be social. Yeah. But that's the remote. <laughs> and if you're gonna have like, a certain category, like, of your, your interest, followers followers that's why you are
1: private like that. <laughs> yeah.
4: But all in all, I really feel like my work helps millennials the most because we are so quick to give up. I don't think we're lazy, mm. but I think we're quick to give up and start something new. We're quick to be on the next chase, the next wave, the next hot thing, the next new thing. Um so my work is instilling in people that they are the next new thing. Mm-hmm. You know, they are the next wave. You are the sauce, the drip, the ingredients, the whole okay, goddamn okay, thing. Okay. okay. And that's <laughs> that's what my work is. It's providing to people. It's creating that resilience, but more so just that belief in you. Like you can do it. You don't need anyone else. Like you got this. You don't need anyone's plan or like their program to show you how to make a million dollars. Like you are the secret sauce. You're the magic key because you're not for real. Like. <laughs> (laughs) there's only one of you and you gotta ride for you harder than anybody else Mm -hmm. because the main thing that I teach to to my clients is one don't take shit personal and two don't nobody give a fuck about you Mm -hmm. Um, whether you make it or you don't (laughs) don't nobody care yeah. Right. Like, we like we love you. I'm here for you, like, whether you up or you down. But look, I got my own life to live. But and yeah. everybody does. And I feel like it's quite selfish to expect someone to believe in your dream and your life more than you. To love you more than you. That's mm-hmm. selfish. You're with you all the goddamn time. Why do I have yes. to do it? Yeah. You're with you all the time. But you'll be with yourself and not even with yourself. Waiting for someone else to come be with you. Come on now. Come back, self. So. Come tell on, now. I'm talking about shit. Don't let me talk
1: about
2: That's a journey. <laughs> I'm on that journey <laughs> right now. Yeah. Oh. you know, right now in life, hallelujah. Yes. I hear
1: about that yes. journey. Oh, we were talking about that earlier. Yeah, and the difference between being lonely and being alone. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Um, and personally, I, I like just for myself, and like this is lucky. Like I was raised by some strong ass women, some strong ass men as well. So like I've always had a sense of like self worth. Um, so I've never felt. It's very, very rare. I'm not gonna say never, but it's very, very rare that I ever feel lonely. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am alone very often, and I cherish my alone time. Yes. Like I love me. I love being with me. I love fucking with me. Like, well, yes. not fuck. Well, anyway. well, I, need so, you. So, I mean, yeah. All these love ain't no shame. You, know?
2: <laughs> you must smash the base. Right,
1: sorry, <laughs> sorry, Rob. <All> right. <laughs> but you know, I just love being by myself. And you know, we talked about this earlier too. I was like, you know. I'm an extroverted introvert, mm-hmm. you know, I can mm-hmm. go into a room and yeah. I can have a fucking blast, and everybody can be like, Oh, pretty, come here, come here, come here, and right. I can light up a fucking room. Yeah, I can be everybody's friend, but just know that when I walk out that door and I open the door to my house, mm-hmm. like that's when the real party starts, like is, that's when it's all because like all all we're all yeah. alone,
4: we're just alone together.
1: We're yeah. just well, yeah, right. So then, when we talk about like loneliness, right, and like and just long. Longing for somebody to be there or whatever that loneliness looks like for other people like there's a difference between being lonely and being alone yeah, yeah. and Twice. if we realize that yeah yeah then there's some things that we will not accept like right. you know there's some relationships that we will not accept there's some people that we won't that allow to come into our homes mm-hmm. you know there's a number of things that we just ain't fucking with because we cherish we know what being alone looks like and that's something that we could cherish but i think is
4: that there are a lot of people that are alone and not a lot of people that are with them themselves. Mm. Right. It's a complete difference. Mm. You complete know, it's very difference. different because people are alone very often. Yeah. You know, but how often are you alone and you're really with you? How often mm. are you alone and you're just with all of your thoughts? You're mm. with all of your observations, you're with all of your judgments, you're with all of your um, circumstances, mm. you're with your worries about yesterday and your worries about tomorrow. Yeah. But how often are you with you where you're at right now, who you are, who you've become, who mm. you're becoming, right. All in the same present moment.
0: Which yeah. I feel goes back to self-awareness knowing yourself taking assessments of yourself periodically seeing where you are connecting that to your goals your ambitions and and how that all connects um where I'm thinking of I just want us all to share like three words in connection with what this what this episode is about with resilience and and especially as much as like self-awareness has come up and it can be like the first three words that come to your head Mm -hmm. or you can like I need to ponder about this (laughs)
1: My ass needs the panda. Okay,
0: cool, cool, cool. The first three words when it comes to
4: resilience that I would like, that I use as a mantra, honestly, is I'm the shit. People, but that gets me through my day. Is like, yeah. let me like, you know that I'm the shit. Even when I make, even when I don't make the right choice, because guess what? Even if it's the wrong choice, it's a setup for a better situation. Right. I promise mm-hmm. you every time. But it's
0: also about saying that, that out loud. Mm-hmm.
4: your voice. Your that yes. sound carries a vibration. That vibration runs through mm-hmm. you. When I say I'm the shit, I feel it. Boom. Like I can't say. Like I say it, and it comes out of my mouth, but as it comes out of my like, my whole body is vibrating. Like boom. Like, yeah. Right? right. <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> like, resilience is not- all- like resi- honestly like if you do it right, resilience is where you get that thin line of like arrogance and confidence. It's that uh, that mm-hmm. almost like Tam people be like, I really fuck with her, but like she almost fill herself a little bit. Yeah, <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> love I, like, I love
4: serious. that line. I love that line. Know that you can you can accomplish. Oh my god, there's nothing in this world that I—that's how I I feel unstoppable. Do I think mm-hmm. the world's gonna try to stop me? Fuck yes. Of course. But do oh I it. think they can't oh stop it. me? Absolutely. They I dare can. you. Yeah, <laughs> no. I dare you.
2: And you gotta let you gotta you have to love yourself yeah. a whole lot to get there let me tell you yeah. it's a beautiful thing to love yourself mm-hmm. that much yeah. yes i'm there I do. and like it's great when you love yourself and there's still space for more love yeah. Yeah. like loving yourself like you have to be in love with yourself in a beautiful positive complex enlightened way yeah, right. in order for you to receive the love from the world and those you encounter and the lover that you desire in your life you have to feel right. that way about yourself it creates so much space for more love and enlightenment like since I've opened up in that similar way like just what comes to me I'm like
4: mm-hmm Mm -hmm. yeah that shit hit different don't it yeah it hits different (laughs) it hits different
2: different. like you're so you're so you're so grateful because what comes to you
4: i'm just over here like look at you like i like we projected each other into each other's realities like listen listen. and we're here (laughs) we're here it's it's crazy because kind of like what we were talking about earlier I'm looking at you guys and I hope you feel the same way, but you guys are a little piece of me. It's like I'm getting to meet mm. myself in different forms and different <laughs> dimensions and a different yeah, life where I made different decisions and yes. did different things. And I get to see what my life would have looked like had I had to live yours.
3: Yeah. You feel me?
4: Like you guys did it for oh, me and I, oh, my oh, God. and I look at everyone and I'm just like, Good. you guys are strong that's every good. single one of you because you all lived a life that I could have possibly lived but didn't have to and now I get to meet myself at a different version of myself mm-hmm. at a different time period and I fuck with that
2: that's beautiful words. oh my that's god beautiful. what's your three words Brittany
1: oh. um ugh. well she took mine I'm just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um uh, might be words ask me the question again babe um What's are beb- word? Beb- 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 <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, earlier I said it about birth, birthday. Yeah, we birth, just kept it on. Oh, yeah. Sorry. All right. Sir, right. right. we were talking about.
0: So y'all know we're off
2: some cider. Yeah, we're off cider Cider. right now. No shame.
0: Two, which we all know how two (laughs) ciders get you in, and (laughs) I barely Mm, drink.
2: I'm just gonna sit back and listen. Let's
1: go (laughs) to the bar so I can live my single life. Go ahead. Okay, ask Um, the question
0: again. uh, The three words that that you've kind of taken away from this session in regards, especially to resilience and self-awareness. Mmm.
1: Three words. Um. (sighs) Yeah. Yeah.
0: Enlightenment.
1: Mm -hmm. or enlightened I would say Mm -hmm. Um, what the fuck did you tell me about boundaries before Mm. what did you say have them I don't know <laughs> to bring that line a little closer closer to yourself bad. yeah so I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say real boundaries right mm-hmm. and what that really looks like um and that was two I, I don't like, like three okay yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, no we got i like odd numbers your girl got a little no, right, OCD so can I say two? <laughs> three three <laughs> I'm gonna give you three. four <laughs> I'm gonna give
0: you two I'm gonna give you two there's the magic number I'm gonna, How I'm, that flare. That I'm gonna have a flare up so okay okay well, <laughs> well, okay stick with okay. two okay have a good time self awareness thank you for telling me right? <laughs> if you <laughs> want to keep having your time. I'm just
1: kidding.
2: Uh, three words for me, um, accountability, mm. vision, mm-hmm. and love. Ooh. You're so
0: deep, Jamal. Jamal. Yeah, you just have the biggest smile on his
2: face, God. too. Oh my God. Damn, yeah,
4: like, yeah, I'm trying to swim in his no,
2: face. No, I'm like, hey. <laughs> We get what you're because saying. We get what you're saying. Say we get what you're saying. Hard, I was yeah. standing too close. You, got, you, got, you have to love your... Listen, I just, I, I'm i in a space right now and I I always pray every day that it, it continues because it can shift. Like I tell people all the time that put me on whatever type of stool. I'm like, listen, I literally wake up every day and make a decision. It says right there above the sink in the kitchen. Choose happiness. Like I make the decision and it gets hard almost every day I have a moment where I have to like ooh where it shakes you, gotta, you off balance you
4: gotta commit you have to when commit when you commit you don't commit to the outcome you commit to the choice yeah. you decided mm-hmm. to be happy and you commit to that choice yeah that no matter how it turns out no matter what it looks like no matter what it feels like you do your damnedest yeah. to follow through on that
2: choice and decided to have those boundaries and bring them closer, yeah. which was scary. Usually, like I used to be out here with my boundaries. My boundaries are very close to me because I'm not afraid of seeing humanity mm-hmm. and being honest with. I I know who I am, mm-hmm. and I'm also well aware that I'm evolving by the minute, by the second, by the hour. And sometimes my involvement isn't my choice. Sometimes I meet someone, yeah, and I'm like, whoa, I'm challenged. Ooh. Ooh. You know, because you know, what's
4: crazy is you know well, for people like when we start to set our boundaries so close it's because and that's why it's not like i don't fault you for having boundaries that are far out because when you start to get enlightened and awakened, your boundaries become close because you already put up with so much because you're so compassionate Mm -hmm. you're so open you understand so much not too much can affect you or phase you you Mm -hmm. feel me because you start to recognize when you're challenged to grow and when you know you're actually offended or hurt by a situation Mm -hmm. because a lot of things aren't really challenged like they're not hurtful but your ego's challenged, and that hurts your ego Mm -hmm. and that's what's forcing you to have this boundary Mm -hmm. but it's hard to keep those because a part of you and your subconscious realizes like this boundary is only here because i'm offended because of something Mm -hmm. in me that's not vibrating correctly not because of what they did was actually hurtful or wrong Mm -hmm. that's a situation i just had to deal with you know because i'm you know whatever I was dating someone you know and they you know but we're not together and so you know they had sexual relations with someone else and mm-hmm. although my feelings were hurt <coughs> I have to realize that for most people that would have been a boundary a hard no mm-hmm. you know but for me and mind you I'm still working through it it's not easy but I'm starting to realize like I don't fault that person for being wrong because they're not wrong. They didn't do anything wrong to me. I'm just like my yeah, feelings are hurt that? for my personal reasons, for my perspective, yes. and how I feel about the situation. Yes. But you're not wrong. But that's really hard to to, to to convey to a person. No, it's hard to convey to a person because it's like I I know sometimes I may be project, projecting that she's wrong because you know my feelings are hurt. Yep. Yeah. You know, but I'm also at the same time trying to project that I understand. However, I'm just I'm also in a space of like disagrees with myself Mm -hmm. because I don't understand why it hurts so much I don't understand where these feelings are arising from and I'm trying to deal with them the best that I can while also realizing like you're not wrong for where you stand in this situation so I'm not going to hold you
0: to that boundary just because I'm offended by it Mm -hmm. but did this person defy a boundary that was like agreed upon by the two of you no, so it wasn't. A, okay. It wasn't an agreed
4: upon boundary. It was. It was more of like a unspoken. Like I thought. I thought it was a mutual. Uh, um, yes. Oh, that, happened so that happened so much. That happened so much. But so many people blame I had to. I had to really look at myself in the mirror and be like, yo how can you get upset when you didn't set a clear there was no clear boundary there right. was no clear wall you feel me like everybody's really just I moving that, in their yeah. own experience how they best know how how yeah. can you be upset at that Yeah. Mm-hmm. you know and that was a, a moment where I had to look at myself and that caused growth in my own life where I was like okay yo like you're kind of tripping right now like, you're tripping ain't nobody did nothing to you nobody lied to you nobody did anything so you need to check yourself because now you're hurt just because you're hurt
2: let me give y'all a little trick this is what I do because I think cursing out people is like a, a beautiful thing I actually love the art of it a lot of the a lot of the comedians I love and people in life, my mama, like someone who's willing to curse somebody out, it's just a people within me. This oh, is what you a,
1: from this, your mama, you ain't cussing on out. No, I ain't cut oh, mama okay. out. I, out. Of- I mean we got <laughs> moments but like we've
2: had moments I've cussed at my mom before I'm not going to lie I was a kid um, and I was mad reasonably so okay. I think um, but like here's the, here's the trick like getting to for me for me and I say try it on for size if it works for you like there's some times when you do need to get out that cussing now like cussing somebody out to their face that's going to be positive that's going to have a positive result probably not most of the time but like sometimes you can be in the shower or in your room and like really have a give yourself you know schedule schedule the, the mirror? schedule the time
3: schedule the uh, time
2: Yes, it's okay. Oh, get, yes, that, get, really that. get that. Yes, this is when, when I'm in pain, I schedule time to be in pain cuz I don't want it to Ooh. encompass my whole day or my whole week or my whole month. I'm like, "Yo, yeah. I'm actually pissed about Resilience this shit." So I give goes. myself the time and space to be pissed off and for me to think and feel what I want to no matter how reckless and then I process that because then that shows me me right. and helps me process it is what I'm angry about actually within my control. Did this person actually do anything to me? Like when I get out it rather than just like I'm pushing it down I'm, it down. I'm like no, let me get like fuck you because of AB and C. You know? Okay. And then I'm like, yo, let me let me look Most through that. It's let me, about us though. It's
4: right? about us. It's, it's about
2: like, it's us. Not, it's, look it's went about us. when he
4: created our figures. He did it for a reason. Anytime you point your finger, three fingers is pointing back. Yes. they never lie. Mm, it's it's three things wrong with you when you point one. Always mm-hmm. going to be three. One is going to be your perception. Two is going to be your actions that come after that. And three is going to be your reaction to whatever happens. And after
2: a that lot day. of times your compassion is way out of whack. Your compassion is nowhere... Your ego is in the forefront, right. not your compassion.
4: Exactly, and I've had so many situations. That's why it wasn't until my last aha moment that I realized, like, bitch, a lot of the shit you're mad about just because you just want to be mad. Like, yep.
1: Ooh,
4: that part. This is hard. That's where people <laughs> listen. So, oh, can we stop? <laughs> you? Because you know, and I get it. And I used to get offended when people would be like, oh, "You just want to <laughs> be, you just want to be mad."
1: No. Listen and listen and that's the main reason why when people get mad at me and they wanna to try to act all crazy and talk crazy to me, that's the main reason why I do not get offended because you ain't mad at me, Shorty.
3: Or, or talk or whatever you. Like you are. You come
1: mad on. at you. You big mad at something else. To do. I'm, mad. I'm, I'm so serious. So, like, when, when, cause, like, and also, I come from a background of customer service and sales and all that shit, right? And, like, we get people that would call in or show up and just be on all type of stuff. And then I would, and, but don't get me wrong, especially when I was, when I lived in Chicago, like, I used to be like, I'm What the you have said to me? I used to go clean in. Really? But then, yeah, but then, I, but then I thought about it, I sat back and I'm like, listen, I'm they coming at me. I'm like thinking I'm big and bad whatever coming at them but then it looks bad on me because right. I'm about to lose my job right my boss is in the back talking to me my boss is in the back talking to homeboy right. or
2: homegirl I love how this so, guy comes out like when she really in the the hand that looks
1: like a, like a finger
2: on Yo, the trigger it's everything
1: oh my oh my right now for get the me. listeners <laughs> I am like I'm mad animated right now I do right. apologize Yo, get to mind me. you the second spider has cake but <laughs> so like, <laughs> and I told Jamal this story earlier, like, you know, the other day I had this meeting and one of my colleagues, I was trying to open the door right. and one of my colleagues was like, just be careful because the plant's right there and blah, blah, blah. Hopefully they're not listening. Yeah. No, she's But anyways, <laughs> she not. But, um, and I accidentally bumped this old ass plant
2: that was an old ass plant I have to say for for the woman that was to me like these plants were very precious it was
1: the story is coming but so I'm trying to open the window because you know it's a little and I'm trying to open the window and I accidentally hit the plant so she and this is an older woman like these are all things I'm considering right so she goes stop it I told you like she fucking goes in on me and I stop and I'm looking at her and I'm just watching her I told you no, Oh, she comes to the window, she's like, I'll do it, I'll do it. I said, well, the window's already open and she said oh I mean the plant's over 40 years old I told you the plant's older than you it died before and she just explained all this stuff right I allowed her to get it out because she wasn't mad at me right so I looked at her and said she was mad at the plant's old she was mad at whatever it whatever it was but it wasn't me so I called her name I said I I don't want to say her name but I called her name I said ma'am 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 as she's like walking away towards me and I said She's walking like she's like, <laughs> walking, <laughs> wait, so walking away.
2: Not the no, That's your <laughs> like time catching me. That's so anyway. i, put that, on,
1: I put that on my status. <laughs> like and she's walking <laughs> away from me, um, and I go, "Ma'am, ma'am," like, "I'm sorry." Yeah. She goes, "Okay, okay," and she starts talking a mm-hmm. little bit more. I said, "But I said I call her name again. I said, I'm sorry. I'm genuinely sorry." She goes, "Okay, okay," and she like calmed down. Now, if this was Britney, I've been here almost six years. If this was Britney seven years ago, just know that me and... so whoever's grandma that was, women, that head. <laughs> right? But she wasn't mad at
2: me. I didn't grandma, though? Grandma, no. grandma, listen. Grandma, <laughs> grandma comes to the table grandma, to go. Listen. So, she wasn't
1: mad at me. I didn't take offense to that shit at all. Chicago, so that, y'all gotta stop. Yeah, so the fact that people can really take the time and. Y'all leave me alone. The fact that people can really take the time and, like, really assess themselves and be like, listen, like, I lashed out and it wasn't for you. Like, me and this space that I'm in right now, like, I'm appreciative of that. Because
4: I give like, like, why do people we that go always in expect on me? other people to do stuff instead of just taking res- uh, personal accountability and saying like it ain't fucking personal. Hmm.
0: Because sometimes because other people need to take accountability. I'm thinking of I that, mean, that true, story I told like, you earlier of that lady. What I think, me in I my think my people a lot of people realize is that you work yourself up.
4: By trying to control another person. Like plant your seed by being a silent influencer. Plant your seed by standing in your light and in your truth no matter what. Make that commitment to being yourself at all times. And lead them by example. And lead by example. Mm -hmm. Because what you don't realize is that opens up so many more doors than anything you could ever say. Because when you say things, people take offense to it. But when they feel things, it comes off a little bit differently. Mm -hmm. For instance, like my friend she went to the post office or whatever and she had her um her baby with her in the stroller uh-huh. and um somebody was like walking in but walked in right in front of her opened the door closed but closed the door oh. didn't let her in oh. you hear me and so but just so happy because the way the way source work honey look you know me source he she and it don't be lucky <laughs> okay <laughs> look don't you let me live. So, the lady <laughs> had to come back out, and just so happened she had to come out before my friend. The lady had a whole, like, a bu- bunch of boxes she had just picked up from the post oh. office and couldn't fucking open the door herself. Well, look at that. So, everybody in the line is just looking at her, like, oh. You I know, but my friend really opened short. the door. But you yeah. see what that trickle-down effect does, though? That trickle-down effect shows someone that, like, even though you were the way that you were, I just showed you how you should have been. I showed you a reflection, a piece exactly, of yourself yeah. that you should know that it, you're also b- capable of tapping into when you're not dealing with this outward 3D experience. Mm-hmm. You feel me? So you need to show people what they're capable of by yeah. being that reflection of a vibration for them because yeah. we all have each other inside of us. Mm-hmm. So be that
0: reflection of the good parts, not the reflection of the shadows. You feel mm-hmm. me? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And that's deep. That's I was thinking of this very a specific person. situation because I do feel like sometimes it is a dialogue that needs to happen in in, um, in addition to uh, an energy exchange in mm-hmm. which ideas, feelings, thoughts are exchanged. And, you know, you feel what the other person is saying or, or you're trying to get at. But mm-hmm. I feel like sometimes it's a combination
1: of mm-hmm. things. Mm-hmm. You, okay. Right okay. you right. You're right. I feel it. Facts. Yeah. Cause I feel like I deal with more people who do not take accountability, particularly older people who do not take accountability. Oh my gosh! Yes. And it really, like, it just blows my mind, especially in the past week. Like, it just. Yeah. You it see, blows like when I
4: line. say personal accountability, I- I'm also saying like it's very personal. You feel me? So in in saying that everyone needs to take personal accountability, that's also you taking personal accountability of the fact that like you can't control everyone right. or what they do. So your that's part true. of being accountable is just making sure that your reactions are in alignment with who you are as a person and are in alignment with what your values are and what it is that you want to manifest and project into your your physical reality of what's right in front of you, right? That's what personal accountability is because when your inner world is flowing and rolling correctly the whole outer world around you does,
0: and then that continues to trickle down. Boom. Yeah. Which leads me to, I know I said three, but Brittany, because you only said two, I'm taking yours as yeah. addition to That's mine. Fine. I so like now that. now I have four words, okay?
3: Yeah.
0: Uh, slash <laughs> phrases. The first one. I don't fucking cater into this shit. Okay.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> You're going to be like- Get you a friend of- like me, okay? <laughs> um, values. Uh, roles. I'm not gonna explain any of this because we haven't <laughs> talked about it. You either get it or you don't. Hey. going to start over. Yes, queen. One values. Two roles. Three integrity. Four supple exterior, strong core. Mm. Boom. Mm. Supple. <laughs> <laughs>
4: look, look, yeah. Because I tell people all the time there's going to be life experiences that toughen your skin. Indeed. And there's going to be life experiences that soften your heart. Mm. But the ones that transform you are the ones that are going to do both. Come on. Mm. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Oh, so they queen. They're going to soften your heart and toughen your skin all at this time. Let's skin. go.
0: Words. Ah. What's going I
2: Amen. Know. Amen. Well, so, yeah. this is I an mean, epically went long me, so. podcast. Thank y'all for hanging <laughs> in with us. Uh, um, I do
4: want to leave you guys like maybe like some micro resilience tips Absolutely.
2: on how I'm I practice resilience in my
4: have everyday. To. Please, we want please. We that, okay? said the black millennial community as well. Like, please particularly for the black are. millennial. we do not realize is black millennials, we are some of the most re- resilient people, but we have to align with that. We have to step into the thought of it. Okay. Step into the belief of it. Mm-hmm. That you are resilient. Okay. Because we've been, we've been um, persevering and overcoming for five, six, seven, eight, nine, we ten hundred thousand trillions of years. You know (laughs) We are source energy. We are images of God. We are projectors of God. We are creators of God. So you are God, period. Every single one of us, we are God. We have God in us. Therefore, we are the creators of this universe. You are the creator of your little universe which makes up the bigger
3: universe. You feel
4: me? Um, so what I like to practice and what I like to tell people is that resilience comes because you practice it. And every day you wake up and you make a choice, it is practice time. And when shit hits the fan, it's game time. You feel me? So it's, it's, You shouldn't be sitting on a bench in the sideline, motherfucking complaining, pointing fingers when it's game time. You should be in the game. You're your star player. Boom. Put me yep, in, coach. coach. You you the motherfucking hey. playing card. Okay, you know what I mean? ah. you're the center the point guard, motherfucker. Right wing, left wing. What's what's Right Rondo. You run the plays. Okay. You feel know I me? Mean? Mm-hmm. Like you're the coach, and you be in the game running the plays. Oh shit. However, you have to practice micro resilience. That means mm-hmm. you you at practice longer than everybody. Mm. You have practiced before everybody. Boom. Mm-hmm. You are the stage manager. You show you up there for your act. You show up That's for yourself. Period. So, a way to practice micro resilience is what I like to call like they're just like games with yourself, like challenges that you use. The way to build resilience is to constantly be putting yourself in situations where you have to outgrow yourself, mm-hmm. where you have to challenge your mental and challenge your thoughts to be a better person, where you have to look at you and say, Okay, bitch, what are we going to do? Right. Okay? <laughs> check, check, check. What are we going to do? Right. So, what, the two things I do, the, the very first thing I do that's part of my morning routine that is a part of my micro resilience resilience practice, my resilience rituals, is cold showers. 60 to 90 seconds at the end of my shower every day. You know mm. why? Because it, it conditions your mind. Everything in your body is going to tell you to quit, to give up. And if you conquer that one thing as soon as you're in your morning, can't shit stop me after I take my cold shower. Mm. Not to mention there's plenty of health benefits to a cold shower too. Right. Like focus and things like that and you know, anti inflammatory And keeping
2: moisture closing exactly. your keep pores moisture, to yes. keep the moisture in your skin but and hair, hair follicles. Yes. Right. But above <laughs>
4: that, it's just it's it's a, a way for you to put yourself in a situation to where your mind wants you to give up, but you have the choice to not give in right. mm-hmm. so you want to continuously put yourself in situations to make that choice to not to make that choice to be in control you feel me um so 60 to 90 seconds at the end of your shower every day taking a cold shower second is some type of workout regimen whether it be um you know lifting weights or cardio or hiking or whatever but you want to put your body in a position to where it wants to give out to give out on you so you can show yourself that you're also stronger than that you're stronger than your circumstances you're stronger than your mind you're stronger than any outward experience what micro resilience does is it, it primes you it um Conditions you to remember that you are more than your experience because you are creating your experience. Mm-hmm. So there is nothing that can be bigger than you if you are That's creator good. of it. That's you know, good. you are pre- a source, you cannot be cut off. You are the th- You are mm-hmm. it, right? right? You're the one. Not the two or the three. <laughs> <Just in here. laughs> okay. And- so since you create your experience, there's no experience that can be greater than you because you're the creator of it. Right, right, right. Period. So sometimes I feel like we overestimate our problems and underestimate ourselves, like we didn't create our problems. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're the one that can fix your problems. just had no an
1: epiphany. One. Yeah, 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 yeah. You feel me? I just. But
4: that it. takes a lot of a lot of vulnerability. So micro-resilience, <clears> cold showers. And a workout regimen, something you're constantly putting yourself in situations to where you have to be stronger than your Mm mind. And two, personal the fuck accountability. Stop blaming people. It ain't nobody's fault. If you in a situation with Tyrone because Tyrone motherfucker did you wrong and he cheated on you with Takisha and did the. Guess what? Who's saying? Who's saying? Listen, it takes two. It takes
2: two. It takes two to tango all the time. It takes
4: two all the time and you're always in control of your life to say what you will and will not put up with. Absolutely. Period. -hmm. Period. You're in the story. You are the creator of your story, everybody else is just motherfucking co-stars. You get to write out (laughs) who you wanna write out. You write in who you want in, you project who you want, you know what I'm saying? So this is your movie and what people need to realize is you're the star in your movie and your movie only. Everybody else is co-stars. But in noticing that, you also begin to realize That you're a co-star in everybody else's movie. You ain't the star player in nobody else's shit, so don't get it fucked up when they don't have your best interest in mind. You know what I'm saying? Like, don't get it fucked up when they don't have your best interest in mind because at the end of the day, we all for Mm self-preservation. And if the self-preservation of you means we can't do a thing together, then I have to respect that on some level because at some point... We want to make the world go round in a larger sense, you know. But you gotta respect Micro resilience to, to practice the, the big thing, you know. Practice yeah. for game time, period. And yeah. when it's game time, show the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Show up. Tie your shoes, lace it up, put on your mom socks, nigga. Oh! Oh, long put so. your mom's oh, socks. Long yeah. sure <laughs> put
1: on your yes. socks. Show it. Yes. I love it. So dead ass, like I definitely appreciate you. I appreciate all the gems that you just dropped for like, sure. bing bing bing, fucking bag yeah. bag full of gems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> bag full of gems um, yeah, thank you so much like, this was definitely worth the trip coming out to LA, um, I knew we had to do this in person with you, like I yes. definitely knew that, like I knew <laughs> we needed to be in the same spaces and, and definitely be able to consume each other's energy um, when conversating on these topics, um, so I definitely want to thank you for being a part of this um, all, as always Mendisa and Jamal I thank you guys for being a part of this as well much appreciated for our listeners definitely let us know what y'all thought about this Um, Cole let them know where they can find
4: you you can find me on the gram I am Cole Lawson Mm I-A-M-C-O-L-E-L-A-W-S-O-N if you like to hear me talk shit you can find me on Twitter (laughs) (laughs) that's where it's uncensored you can find me on there if you would like to book me for sessions or for coaching you can go straight to my Instagram there's a booking link there's also a link tree link in there either way works fine send me a DM I DM back just don't be weird yeah. I mean, I uh, like weird, uh, but don't uh, be... slide We'll yeah. so talk about that later when we
2: understand.
4: I like weird, but don't be weird. Like don't be weird, it's like, be don't creepy. be creepy. Don't be creepy. There we go. Oh, like yeah, be, don't be weird,
1: but we
2: all know what creepy know. is. Be That's creepy. But don't
1: be creepy. You hear me? Yeah. I, don't, right. I think. Okay. Well, okay. So thank you, because what I think is weird and creepy, like it's mixed together. But thank you guys so much for listening to us. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at livingmillennialpc as well as Facebook. living millennial podcast thank you again for listening we appreciate y'all until next time this is living millennial all right friends that's our show tune in next time living millennial
0: hey more to come
1: more 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 to come
2: we are living millennial Be sure to subscribe to our show. Follow us on IG and tell us what you think.